Actually, we'll be interviewing as a team. We're here to fuck shit up. Oh, bring me out. Can you introduce me as Jake Stewart? And I'm Matt. And this is the Nuclear Fridge. <laughs> it's completely insane. You guys are idiots. Do you have nuclear weapons? In the fridge. Is that nuclear waste? This whole fridge is a joke. Honey, you are a regular nuclear meltdown. You and I are not so different. Stupid fridge guys. Well, do we just own? Go to school, boys. Uh, so hey, buddy, we've uh, we've got some Oscar nominees. We do. They that announced... I haven't looked at really other. Have you really not looked at them? All right. I, well, I, I for I, I've been really. It's been a hectic week, so I saw that they were announced, and I just didn't go into details of specifically what other than i know like i'm i, I know apparently barbie and uh Greta Gerwig. got a oh i i heard that they oh. just got a bunch of nominations but i didn't hear okay well else. there there's some big news um these are the nominations we'll, we'll go through them i don't know if we'll go through all of them because there's there are some that we I, I i think we'll need to like prepare to talk about am i gonna be upset at snubs are there gonna be some big snubs here there are gonna be some. I I thought there were some surprising snubs. Uh, the internet is particularly upset about some Barbie snubs. Oh, I guess we'll get um, to it then. I kind of agree with them, but I don't think it's like. I th I think, uh, as as is apt to happen with the Oscars, you know, there's this like political side of like, did oh, it, they did didn't include, uh, like all the directors are men, and which sucks. Uh. In my opinion, it sucks because there are a lot of great women directors. And Wait, no women directors? There are. There's a woman director this year. Is it Celine not Greta Song? Gerwig. No, it's not Celine Song, unfortunately. Are but you fucking... See, now that's already one I'm pissed about. <laughs> All right. Have you seen Past Lives? <laughs> I said... I loved Past Lives, yes. Okay, you might be upset then because Past Lives is... Did Greta, did Greta Lee not get nominated? Greta Lee did not get oh nominated. Oh my god! I'm you know what's crazy what the though? Fuck is this? What I think. Is this? I think. I know, dude. Listen, I think a lot of people list? were saying that Greta Lee probably won't get nominated because of Margot Robbie, but Margot Robbie didn't get nominated either. <laughs> well, did anyone so, from Barbie get nominated? Uh, Ryan Gosling got nominated. Wait, um, wait, <laughs> wait! This list is already wild. Yeah, wait, dude. So wait. But, okay, to be Wait. fair, Margot Robbie, Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig both got nominated, but oh, for okay. different so awards. Maybe, so maybe it was kind of a share of the wealth decision. Yeah, it, it, they got nominated for different awards, because obviously, um, I mean... But did Celine Song or Greta Lee? Uh, or did they just get completely shafted? They got shafted, but Past, the, the, past Lives really only got a couple awards. Oh. Um, and unfortunately, this list I have... Does not tell a little, you. A little small. Yeah, it might be a little small. Uh, let me find a better Here, list me... while we do this. This, this is a, this is a ballot, so this isn't like supposed to be. Um... Oh, and for the listeners, if you can't tell, we're going to be talking about Oscar nominees. Yeah, well, we that's what, <laughs> that's the first word I said. I think. I mean, it is. I just wanted to clarify that we are. All right. You know. Um. Yeah, so there there are some nominees. And Jake um, is not with us still. Jake is not with us. Um, you know what? I am going to go back to what I originally had, even yeah, though it doesn't okay. show you the people. Can you read that? Yeah, I can read that now. Perfect. Okay, cool. We'll start at the bottom. <coughs> uh, you know what? I, I was thinking... Ooh, we Holdovers could got some noms. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The, holdovers, the Holdovers is like that... Uh, I, I feel like it's the... Well, anyway, we'll get into okay, it. Okay, so, yeah, fair enough. But uh, I'm, I'm thinking we we might skip some of the these award categories because I was thinking in the future we could probably do, like, an episode with Jake when he gets back where we kind of, like, do our, like, guesses and see who got the most right after the Oscars. Okay, I'd be down. So we'll skip some of these categories because some of them, uh, like like documentary and short film, like uh, we'll just be saying names that we did can't we, really say we, anything. Were we still planning on doing a predictor for this year's or whatever for like what were we doing like a best movie of this year? Yeah, we we I was thinking about doing that, but you know since Jake was out, right. uh, maybe we can do that when he gets back. Um, Fair enough. But we'll see. Uh, so first award is writing original screenplay. 
You know what? There's been some uh, controversy around this award, um, which is is basically controversial because people who are unfamiliar with the rules are upset about it. Oh well, it's, um, it's, because, it's because of the like they got stricter with it and having to have like certain amount of crew members that are, you know. No, no, no. That's not that. what they're talking about. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. No, I, I remember so, they did get stricter with that. I, I yeah, they, they they did get stricter with the diversity of crew and cast. Um, but to the, the whole controversy around the writing awards is that um, Barbie is under adapted screenplay. Um, okay. E- even though they were originally campaigning for original screenplay. Because the and, and like the reason is is that if you're if you're based on some kind of like IP or if you're a sequel, um, you become adapted. Even though, like, like I'm not saying Guardians <clears throat> of the Galaxy two would get a, a nominee, but Guardians of the Galaxy two, even though it's original and like it like even even the first Guardians of the Galaxy would be adapted, even though it's like not really like based on any guardians of the galaxy comic mm-hmm. um and me and a friend uh had had a good talk about like it feels like there should be experts saying like hey we understand that there is like a difference between adapting a work and creating an original screenplay for something like barbie um so there's been some controversy i I think it's stupid the way the rules are set but these are the rules so people getting upset about it i don't know well i mean even i mean i and i i i think it's a movie to bring up again i was a very big fan of guardians 3 which wasn't based on a specific story and was kind of just an originally written conclusion for it but that would be an adapted but but i know i know know, you know i know but it would fall yeah based on the oscar rules yeah which is Um, is weird it yeah, it's weird. weird. It, it it feels like they should have like experts who are <clears throat> able to know the difference between an adaptation because I, they're different. They're different skills, right? Well, because I, I remember Logan got it for that, and Logan's a completely original story. Yeah, I, and it's it's just based. It has it has characters that existed, so adapted. Um, but let's get into this. Yes, writing original screenplay. We've got Anatomy of a Fall. Never seen it. It's great. I, I think you'd really like it. Okay. Uh, the Holdovers. Fantastic. Maestro. I dug it. May, December. Still have to watch it. It's great. I really like it. Uh, and Past Lives. I mean, if Past Lives didn't get nominated for much else, I'd just like give it to Past Lives because it deserves what it what it can get in my opinion. Did Past Lives make you cry? I, I got a, I got a big sad gulp at the end. <laughs> awesome. I, I had a moment of sitting there going like, "Damn, what a." beautifully made very mature romantic film yeah i'm i I haven't seen it that's the one oh you uh, haven't no uh i need to watch it it was maddie i it was phenomenal that that's one when people like that one definitely deserves praise i uh and you've told me great things i still need to watch may december and where, is Anatomy on a fall, of a fall in like is it streaming anywhere or, or would I have to like um, buy it? I rent rented it. it. Okay, but it's it's uh it's really good. It's it's like a it's like kind of a courtroom drama, um with put, other stuff in it. Would it, you put it over the holdovers? No. Well, the holdovers one of my favorite movies of last year. It, same um, here. I'm not really going to talk much about like who I think will win. But I love the holdovers. I love May December. May December is a movie that didn't get many nominations. Um, I would love it uh, if this award nominations looked a lot different. Um, but we'll, we'll go through them and see. Did them. you watch Maestro? I haven't watched Maestro yet, but I've I've been holding it off as kind of like uh, I don't really want to watch it because I've heard it's kind of like it's like oscar bait that's not really that great so i'm See, not really I, sure about it yet i i can tell you for carrie mulligan alone that it's worth it well we'll definitely be mentioning she is her. she is so good in that and, and and bradley cooper does a great job too i mean sure maybe the movie's a, a little oscar baity but not to a point where like with some where you're it's just grading right uh i i dug it overall uh really? i mean not as i mean the holdovers is you know up there that and past lives are just moi but yeah, yeah. 
All right. Uh, writing adapted screenplay. We've got American Fiction. Did you see Barbie. that? Barbie. Yeah, I saw How American it? Fiction. I liked it. It's okay. not amazing. I All think right. like you'll you'll definitely come out of it being like, ah, man, I was like kind of hoping for like it to get to one more level of absurdity. Yeah. Because um, it kind of feels like two different storylines that don't really uh, conjoin at any point. Other than he, he kind of gets grumpy. Jeffrey uh, Wright was one storyline. Right? Yeah, I love Jeffrey Wright. Same Sterling here. K. Brown was great. Ooh, um, Sterling K. Brown's in it. Yeah, dude, oh, he's the brother, go. and he's so good. And it's fucking, it's just so crazy to watch him, uh, grow from like Supernatural and like all the like very like oh, B TV stuff he I, did. That's where I first saw him was Supernatural. Not to out myself, dude, but it's it's so cool. <laughs> To see him at that level, it, it is really, really awesome. Yeah, um, he would have been a great John Stewart, man. He was such a fucking scumbag in Supernatural. Oh, man. he was. <laughs> like, what an asshole! And he's so good. And uh, he—he's one of those actors that you hate because they were such a scumbag in a role, and then you see them in other stuff, and you're like, oh right, I've always loved him. Actually, <laughs> he's actually a really great actor and can be super likable or just a just a dick. Yeah, he he he's one of the highlights for American fiction, so awesome. you'd really like it. Awesome. All right. Uh, we've also got Barbie, Arp Oppenheimer, Mwah. Poor Things, Mwah. and The Zone of Interest. Did you see that? I'm gonna go see it on Sunday. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that yet. It's uh, it's finally opening wide because of the wait. Is Oscars. Poor Things Poor Things based on a book? Yeah, it's based on a novel. Okay. Uh, right. From what I've from what I've seen and read. Uh, it sounds like it's very different. All right. Um, it is like it, it. It sounds very, very different. Like it is. It is a true adaptation in the sense of like there was this idea in this book and they made it into a film about something kind of different. It's neat. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Poor things was so so good. Yeah. I mean, all I, I of these, all of year. these that I've seen I, this year was great for movies overall. I. Yeah, I, all my disappointments wouldn't be on here anyway. Yeah, the uh, the visual effects award is a fun one. Did they uh, real, not to cut you off? Did they up? add a stunt yet for stunts? An award no, they haven't stunt. added stunts. Oh my god! I know. Come the fuck on, Oscars! That's such a like. I feel like that's such a pivotal one to put in. Yeah, just stunt coordination. There you yeah. go. That's the, that's the award. Uh, we've got. Oh, let's go. Sorry, I just yeah, saw, we've I got saw Godzilla. <laughs> like, let's go, Godzilla. Yeah, for, for visual effects, we have Godzilla minus one, which is uh, so awesome to hear it made the shortlist because it was yeah. like questionable. Um, we've got the creator, which I've heard is great. great I still visual need to effects. see that too. So yeah. do I. Uh, I've heard I've heard great things about it from the people who, who like it. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Amazing. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Very good. Uh, and Napoleon got a, a <laughs> nod too. I mean, it was visually really nice. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny. I, I think this is the only award that Napoleon is up for. Should have released. Just should have released it on Apple with a full cut. Yep. I, I I'm gonna wait for that four hour cut. I, and it'll I, never happen. <laughs> I will never see it. Unfortunately, I I feel like I have to just because I like my biggest complaint with it was that it felt like it was missing a bunch of shit. Yeah, what I heard was that, like, it, it, it was trying to fit, like, so much of his life into one movie instead of just focusing on one part. That's, um, yeah, that's a fair criticism. I think it's that I, you, get, th you don't really get to know him much. It's just more about the some of the events he was a part of. Right. And I, I really like the, the series Napoleon um, from 2002. I never watched 2004. that. I know what you're talking about. I never watched it. Yeah, it has, it. It has like Christian Clavier and Isabella Rossellini and John Malkovich. And I watched it in school. That shit was so good. I, I fucking love, like as a, as a historical character, I love Napoleon. He's an interesting dude. Yeah. Interesting dude. Uh, and for sound, we have The Creator. Maestro, Mission Impossible, Oppenheimer, and the Zone of Interest. I mean, you know my vote on that one. So yeah, that I mean, Oppenheimer was a big one for me, uh, sound wise. I mean, IMAX was incredible. That that uh, that really fucking used it. <laughs> so I've heard horrible, like, quote unquote, great uh, things about the Zone of Interest. Um, in terms of like how 
powerful the sound is because you know what the zone of interest is about right no i don't i literally so I, the, I, I i nothing so the zone of interest is about uh the warden of auschwitz oh who shit that's who heavy. tries to make a life for his family right next to the camp so Fucking apparently the Christ. sound yeah so so I haven't seen the movie yet, so I can't speak on it. But like, you can imagine what the sound is going to be. We'll, we'll see. I'll report on it next week. It's heavy, heavy subject matter there. Yeah, but I've heard it's a great movie, so I'm, I'm very yeah, interested you know. in watching it. Yeah. Uh, we'll skip short film. Uh, we got production design. We got Barbie, Killers of the Flower Moon, Napoleon, Oppenheimer, Poor Things. All, all very solid when it comes to production design. Uh, yeah. I think Barbie Killers of the Flower Moon and Poor Things are like especially Barbie Barbie is the one that's like if I had to say like my favorite because it just seems like it would be fun to be in Barbie land and run around that <laughs> I would definitely say just I mean I mean like as incredible as like Oppenheimer is I mean like the I mean Barbie they had to literally like just make up an entire world so yeah Poor know. Things is kind of like same that with too. Poor Things too though that's the thing and Poor Things is I mean you know you're going off entirely a book yeah, so. I, for me, like, I think a lot of the complaints was, like, Barbie isn't on this nomination list enough. But, I, like... I, it's, it's already been on it. Three, <laughs> yeah, no, we, we've already... We've named it a lot, and... Uh, I just see poor, it in the I next category. Things. It has fucking two. Yeah, and the next category, <laughs> it's in it twice, yes. Um, but, like, I think Poor Things is kind of a better Barbie. Uh, uh, I mean, I preferred it to, to Barbie as a movie. For sure. But it's a very similar story, right? It is, like, in a way. It's about a woman yeah. leaving and falling in love with the world and then dealing with the yeah. shit that, that's happening back home. Like, I, I, I it's it's surprisingly similar. And, uh, well, Poor Things definitely gets a lot more nods. Um, yeah, I mean... The for the big with, awards, anyway. I think the thing with Barbie, and I, I mean, like I said, I don't know much with some of the other nominees for it, the movie, is... I mean, Margot Robbie is a good enough actress now that even when she still gives a really friggin' good performance, everyone's almost used to it. Right. And I'm wondering if that's... I'm assuming she didn't get... No, you said she didn't get nominated, you said, right? That that was one of the big, like, controversies about the... Because you said Ryan Gosling uh, did, but she didn't. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, maybe that's why... And, and I'm, did, did she get it for producing it? Did she get nominated? Yeah. You yeah, said? yeah. She yeah. did She did get it for, for, for producing, right. for Best Picture. So... Maybe they were just trying to spread it out more. Yeah, and you'll see there there's some surprising uh, acting nominees uh, okay. that we'll we'll get to. Um, so for music, we've got this is original song, which I think is kind of a dumb award, um, <laughs> because the only reason they have this award is so that like they, they can actors will to perform. Sing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, and that's why I think it's dumb. Like I, I don't think, and, and it, it feels very like markety. Like there are definitely some songs here that are made for the movie, right? And then there are songs that are like, oh, let's get Billie Eilish on the soundtrack. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, here's my thing. You know, if we want to talk about Barbie for a second, was what what was I made for? more popular than dance the night away yeah okay so that's another thing is like I why like is Dua Lipa on here was do, Dua where, Lipa that's, is that's, the song that was the like look i'm just ken became a meme so of course that's gonna be there yeah of but course. out of all the other music in it dance the night away is not what they picked uh well what was that's i made insane. for is like the sad it's like the sad like, emotional song like let's do our quick hallmark tread through the movie of scenes where she discovers she was humans but like uh, and to be fair what was i made for also became kind of a like tiktok song so oh did it eh, well. yeah it, it, it was it's like the sad song that um people play for like sad revelations <laughs> i just i don't <laughs> i just feel like dance the other way that was like everywhere yeah and dance it's catchy the way, as fuck it's dua lipa come on i'm just ken is the song that like i guess is became like the huge hit but like Dancing the Night Away is a song I think of when I think of the Barbie movie. I'll say for this first category, Dua Lipa got snubbed. Yep, Dua Lipa got snubbed. Uh, we have The Fire Inside, Flaming Hot, I'm Just Ken Barbie, It Never Went Away, American Symphony, Wajajay, I hope I pronounced that right, 
A Song for My song. People, Killers of the Flower Moon. What Was I Made for? Barbie. Uh, well, I mean, our, Killers of the Flower Moon. A lot, like, yeah. You know. Great, great soundtrack. Be- my, beautiful My soundtrack. dad and I have been listening to it. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll definitely get to that because in musical original score, we have American Fiction, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, Killers right. of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. Uh, and I, I, go ahead. I love Killers of the Flower Moon score. Uh, Robbie Robertson, rest in peace. Um, beautiful score. I and and I just love I love how like it's very happy and like optimistic at the beginning, and then it gets darker, and it's it's like a different take on a Western soundtrack that I think really sets it apart, uh, and I love it. Um, I, yeah, I I would I wouldn't be really upset if that one. I I mean I would be my favorite soundtrack was Ludwig's from for Oppenheimer. I I just absolutely love that score. I, I think it probably wins. I, I I just talked with Jay about it, and we both were just like, it's just I don't know. It's like it's crazy too because it, he's kind of melded really quickly with Christopher Nolan because he's did this in Tenet with him. While most of it has been he's usually it's usually been like Hans Zimmer. Um, but it's a gorgeous score. Even poor, I mean, literally, I mean, even all of these scores here, I mean, except I haven't heard American fictions, but like Indiana Jones, Dial of Destiny. I mean, John Williams, come on, man. Like, of course it's a great score. Uh, yeah. And four things, sure. the score was great too. So yeah, a lot of good music. Uh, I'm going to skip makeup and hairstyling cause I, why I thought that was your favorite. Uh, well, okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Poor things is nominated, which I feel like that's the I would give that's that. the one. I would yeah. Give that. yeah. Uh, we can skip international feature film because I haven't caught up on those yet. Uh, we have film editing, Anatomy of a Fall, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. All great choices. Uh, yeah, Other I think Anatomy I of a Fall. Seen, I haven't seen Anatomy still. But. Anatomy of a Fall's editing is like really central to how the story is told. Uh, I think I think you'll really like Anatomy of a Fall. It's 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 great. I I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, documentary we'll skip. Uh, now we're now, now we're getting into the meat. The meat. We're, the the real meat. meat. And I'm already uh, slightly upset with some. Yeah, yeah. Celine, I mean, Celine song should be there. Yeah. So we've got directing. We've got Justine Trier for Anatomy of a Fall. We've got Martin Scorsese for Killers of the Flower Moon. Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer, Yorgo Lanthimos for Poor Things, and Jonathan Glazer for The Zone of Interest. And, but here's the other sad thing is, I mean, for the three that I did see, all very deserving. Yeah. Uh, I, can't, um, I mean, I'm sure the other two did a great job, too, to be there. But, you know, so it's like, even though I feel like, fuck, only five is in itself already limiting, even if you did have a diverse group. Yeah, it feels... I feel like all, for a lot of these awards, uh, a lot of these bigger awards, man, five is like well, so it's like, claustrophobic. Remember that one year for Best Picture, they had like they added like another like four films. <laughs> well, that, they, were, like, they do ten every enough. year now. Yeah, it's like um, I feel like directing is a category kind of deserving of that treatment. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I'd say every award we go from from, from here, here on, on out, out yeah. it's like, man, especially for a year like this. When for like a, a week year, I understand so why it could be hard to get five, but like, you're you're missing out on like Greta Gerwig, uh, you're missing out on um, Alexander Payne, you're missing out on Celine Song, Celine Song. God, like it, it's you're missing out on so many great creators that it's it's you know it. This is a list, and uh, Christopher Nolan will probably win. I mean, it'd be but, well deserved. I'd be happy with it. Yeah, um, but yeah, it, it's definitely like ah, it's a it's a small list that that's definitely disappointing. It is. But, uh, you know what 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 are you gonna do? Oh yeah, I guess costume design is not really in the, <laughs> the top awards, but uh, well, Barbie, go over it. Yeah. Killers of the Flower Moon, Napoleon, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. Uh, all great, all great. Yeah, they're all phenomenal. Even Napoleon, Napoleon, the costume design in that was beautiful. Oh, yeah, yeah so, I mean, I, 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 I don't know who wins that. It's probably Oppenheimer or Barbie, to be honest. I could see poor things sneak in that. Yeah, 
I could see that too. Yeah. Uh, cinematography, we've got El Conde, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. Where's John Wick? Yeah, where's John Wick, dude? John Did Wick 4. See that top John, down scene? Dude, John Wick Chapter 4 is gorgeous cinematography. Oh, yeah. It's it's really good. <laughs> that, is, that is a bummer. You know, the other one, I'm going to do a shout here. And also a condemning note if they didn't. Uh, where the fuck's the Iron Claw? Uh, completely snubbed. Did Zac Efron not get nominated? Nobody got nominated oh, for the Iron Claw. dude. I'll say this, because we didn't really talk about Iron Claw on here. Uh, I did not know anything about that story, really. I, I mean, I think I've said it on here. I intentionally avoided it so I could just kind of take the movie as it comes. And, uh, dude, at the end, there is a scene with Zac Efron, and I'm sure you know the scene. It broke me. I was just like, this is just devastating. (laughs) (sighs) Jesus. It's the scene in the backyard with his kids. It's, like, a beautiful... It's, like, so well acted. I can't believe he didn't get a nod. Yeah. um, Wow. It's it's such a shame. I think 824 was really focused on pushing stuff like uh, poor things and I thought 824 didn't do poor things. I thought it, it I thought it was not... I thought it was but I think I was talking to Mikey and that it was and he's I think he Oh, it's it Searchlight. Searchlight. Yeah. yeah. So I think 824 is just getting fucked over. <laughs> well, no, 824 pushed zone of interest. Oh wait, um, no, 824 also did past the, past lives. Yeah, yeah. So, so, okay. so they so they, they push had... different movies. I still wish um, they would have get try gave a little try there though. Dude, that, I I uh, do not get it at all. Iron Claw was really good. Iron Claw was phenomenal. Uh, I'm I'm bummed that got. Okay, there's our next snub. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen Maestro, so I feel bad picking on it. But I have to imagine <laughs> Iron Claw is better than Maestro. I oh I preferred Iron Claw to Maestro for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean so, I, I think Maestro is very well done movie. Uh, Carrie Mulgan especially and Bradley Cooper definitely like gives his all in it. Like he's not bad in it by any means. Uh, right. But my God, Iron Claw was just. I mean, for Zac Efron, I feel like if he was to give like an Oscar performance, that was it. Yeah, he's so I mean, good in it. Bra- yeah, and then he spent like six years conducting. Uh, Oh, Bradley which, Cooper, yeah. Which I hope he wasn't doing that to win an Oscar because he probably won't. <laughs> prob- uh, probably not. But he did. I will say the scene where he does have a full like conducting scene with very little takes. It's really good. Nice, nice. I, so, I am. De- I am gonna watch it. I'm. I'm gonna end up watching all these films. Um, I, I hope to. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, animated feature film. We have The Boy and the Heron. Still need to watch. Elemental. Nimona. Robot Dreams and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Jesus, I only saw two of these. <laughs> yeah. Well, like a lot of people are complaining that Disney just got shoehorned in here because it's Disney because a lot of people didn't like Elemental. I didn't see it. Um and there and like Suzume, there were other animated films that people were upset weren't included. Uh Wait, was I, is, was Godzilla not nominated for best feature? Best best feature? For like for like either inter- international film or like best picture, uh no uh so I'll just I'll just mention the, oh, the only one the, the only movies that we've mentioned uh that have were nominated are the Zone of Interest we've got the Teachers Lounge which is apparently very good Society of the Snow Perfect Days and Io Capitano huh so it didn't get nominated for best feature film but that's because um. I wish this list we have here listed the countries. Uh, that's because each country can only nominate one film for best international feature film. And Japan... Gotcha. One of these movies is Japan, I, I think, is what happened. <clears throat> Godzilla was so good. Uh. All right. Uh, acting roles. All right. Uh, we have right. actress in a supporting role. We have Emily Blunt for Oppenheimer. Daniel Brooks, The Color Purple. America Ferreira, Barbie, Jodie Foster, Nyad, and Devine Joy Randolph for The Holdovers. See, now here is something I'm going to say, and this is not to be controversial. They, I could see where maybe they shot themselves in the foot when you nominate America Ferreira and Ryan Gosling, but not Barbie herself for acting. Like, because I know the Barbie fan base this year that have been really, like, passionate about it. Like, I mean, 
I I didn't I wouldn't see them not complaining about that. Yeah, I get it. I, 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 think I, I it, get I, it. I get <laughs> it. And America Ferrera was good in the movie. I'm not saying she's not. I was deserving. surprised. Though. I'm just. I, I think it. I think the fact that they maybe did nominate it so much is what, in fact, shot them in the foot a bit with some of these. Yeah, I, I but, love America Ferrera. Um, no, she was great in it. No, I, I'm not saying she's not deserving. No, it's no. Just I could like, see why maybe they were like, oh, they nominate everyone but Barbie herself. I was surprised that she didn't get, or that she did get nominated, um, just because it's not something that I would expect the Oscars to do. But yeah, um, I didn't think. I thought Emily Blunt had one scene. <laughs> uh, I, th that, I think she's great. I think she's great. I think she's great for sure. I but like I don't think in she's in Oppenheimer like, much less than America Ferreras in Barbie. Uh, I think Emily Blunt's in it for like less than ten minutes. I and America Ferreras. I don't. In it for I don't think bit. that's the case. I, I mean, maybe it feels Emily that Blunt way. Scream time. Yeah. I, I no, I would. Cause... No, I would love to hear because maybe you're right. I just, it, I think, because Oppenheimer is just a three-hour movie, it doesn't feel like it's much. But she's in, okay. She's in it for 16 minutes and 50 seconds. I mean, that's a decent chunk. Which is 30 seconds less than Matt Damon. And how much is America Ferrera in Barbie? Four, seven minutes less than Robert Downey Jr. Um, let's see, America Ferrera Barbie. Barbie screen time. Let's see what we got here. Uh, 22 minutes and 8 seconds. I mean, so, not drastic differences. Uh, I mean, almost uh, about 6 minutes less than Ryan Gosling, which is like... But that's about the same but, but, as but that's her my, my and point. Robert Downey Jr. I don't know. I, I for for me, like I, I don't want to get into an argument because we're. Oh, not I'm not arguing. Oh, I'm not. No, no, I'm not arguing. I'm just saying because I mean, people have been nominated who've been in a movie for five fucking minutes. Oh yeah, uh, fucking William, uh, what's his name? Guy from History of Violence is in the movie for like the ending. Uh -huh. and then oh oh, he won. Oh. Uh, yes. Why can't I think of his name right now? Fuck. I, I do remember that, though. I mean, he's fucking great. <laughs> William Hurt. William That's Hurt. right. I, I, I wanted to say William Hurt, but I wasn't 100% sure. He's great in that. And but, then Ed uh, Harris did not get nominated. Which, which is, is crazy. Insane. Crazy. I, I, I actually do think that's insane. Because, like, sure, he's good in it, but I would never think Oscar for... <laughs> who are you going to give the Oscars to in this movie? I would go, well, Ed Harris. Yeah. Yeah, like, and then then Viggo Mortensen, and then they're like, no, William Hurt. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, um, I mean, okay. <laughs> There's something. Yeah. I mean, he's good. <laughs> Just really, uh, really brief. I think, yeah, whatever. Emily Blunt, I thought, was very good in it. Um, yeah, but, I mean, all these actresses, for, I've, I, except, once again, I love Jodie Foster. I haven't seen Nyad. I love Jodie Foster too. Um, but uh, I, I would give it just from these. I'd give it to the, uh, Divine Joy Randolph, just because. Oh yeah, she. I, I think she's the favorite it. too. But the rest of them, are, I wouldn't be mad at any of those. They're all. I would. I mean, like I'd be mad at any of. Them. I'd be. I'd they're be pissed. all great. They're all. I'd be so angry at the Oscars. No, they'd all. They'd all be. All deserving. All deserving. Yeah. Uh, actress in a leading role. We have Annette Bening for Nyad. Lily Gladstone for Killers of the Flower Moon. Let's go. Sandra Huller for Anatomy of a Fall. Carrie Mulligan for Maestro. Fantastic. And Emma Stone for Poor Things. That's a... I mean, once again, I haven't seen two of them, but Lily Gladstone, Carrie Mulligan, and Emma Stone all fucking killed it. Yeah. Uh, I, I would have given Greta I, Lee it I over Annette Benning. I would put I I'm a that's a huge snub to me. Greta Lee is so goddamn good in Past Lives. Uh, yeah, it's a real bummer, man. Um, Past Lives, I'm not here nearly as much as I thought it'd be. I'm really a that's kind of a bummer. Sandra Huller's good in Anatomy of a Fall, but that's not really the reason I love the movie. She's really good. Um, Carrie Mulligan. actually. Okay. She was actually expected to be in supporting role as well because she's also in the zone of interest. Oh. But uh, but yeah, that's yeah. You know what? I mean, C Carrie Mulligan was phenomenal, and so was Emma Stone. Like that's a kind of stat category. But yeah, yeah Greta, 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 Greta Lee should be there. 
I agree. Uh, but I, I think... See, these I are love, those categories. I think Emma Stone is the best she's ever been in Poor Things, but I think Lily Gladstone is so fucking incredible in Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah, that's a... See, it's like, it's a, such a rough one because they're such drastically different performances. Yeah. <laughs> and the reasons why they're different. good is so different. But all, of, I mean... Yeah, like I'd be happy if Lily got it, um, and Carrie and Emma. I mean, they both killed it too, so I wouldn't yeah. be upset with any of those. I, I really hope Lily wins it. Emma Emma has won. I was about um, to say she like didn't she win for La La Land? Yeah, and, give, it, and, give it to Lily. And Carrie Mulligan gets recognized like every movie she makes. Yeah, but so. has she won? She hasn't won yet, but she's a gr she's a great actress. But I she'll think. win it. I hope one day. I hope so. Yeah, she'll she'll win it. Um, all right, we've got actor in a supporting role, which I've been so excited to read to you this whole time. We have oh Sterling God. K. Brown for American Fiction. Oh, these are all actors I'm a fan of. Oh, yeah. Man. We have Robert De Niro for Killers of the Flower Moon. Let's go, Bobby, dear. We have Robert Downey Jr. for Oppenheimer. We have Ryan Gosling for Barbie. And we have Mark Ruffalo for Poor Things. So... <laughs> I, the thing is, I haven't seen American Fiction, but I love Sterling K. Brown. Uh, Robert De Niro was so... You know the funniest thing with Robert De Niro is he's in so many of those like schlock movies lately yeah. that I think some people forget the fact that the guy could still act his fucking ass off the guy's when the he wants to. Actor I mean, of all time. I mean, he's, he's phenomenal. Uh, and Killers of the Flower Moon, I mean, he... I mean, for me, I like. I mean, even when I said when we like reviewed it, like him and Lily carried that. I mean, Lily was amazing, uh, but as far as like the protagonist went, De Niro, I thought was like just so compelling in how he played that. Um, and then another one which we've praised a lot: Robert Downey Jr. and Oppenheimer. Man, he killed it. Yeah, you know, God, Ryan Gosling and Barbie. Like he was great. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I would put him over those but i i love him uh he's great love his great. performance yeah I, but yeah it, it it's definitely like <clears throat> feels like the popular role um the shocker is the last one for me mark ruffalo i'm i like mark ruffalo but this is by far the best performance i've ever seen of him and he was so funny yeah he is so good in poor things like i thought it is such a triumph to make one of the scummiest characters on screen just absolutely hilarious. Yes. That is a huge, huge accomplishment. Yeah, uh, and, and it's also <laughs> it's also a huge undertaking for Mark Ruffalo to be the scummiest person. Like just be a complete is. piece of shit. Yeah. And make you go, yeah, I don't like this guy. And then and then he's like just really great but he's like, and it's like one of those movies like everything he does in it is so disgusting but he's so funny too and it's yeah he's such a fucking he's such weasel. a he's such a weasel but like every time he's on screen he, he i was just almost te cry laughing like some of his scenes in that were just like comedic gold uh yeah so and, very and deserving one of those to be guys there. that like kind of got lame uh, not I. I never thought Robert Downey Jr. was lame in the same way, and and I love Mark Ruffalo as an actor. Um, but like, he it was like he was he was in like, like he was in She Hulk. He was in these like really lame Disney movies, the Marvel movies. When he wasn't uh, a serious movie, he just kind of was the same as he was in the other serious movies yeah it, it, it was just so uninteresting like it was such a far cry from like collateral and zodiac and Ugh. shutter island phenomenal yeah phenomenal. So like, it, it it was just it was really it was just lame but like him delivering a role like this was like oh yeah he can act like a motherfucker um so really great great category Th and Sterling that's K. Brown, a stacked category yeah uh, Sterling K. Brown is like one of the delights of American fiction. It is r really, really, um, I, the acting in that is, is great. Everyone is super likable. You want to hang out with the entire cast of that movie. Um, has Robert Downey Jr. ever won an Oscar? Nope. He's been nominated. Uh, he was nominated I know he got, didn't for, he get nominated for Tropic Thunder. 
Yes, he, he was nominated <laughs> for Tropic Robert. Thunder. <laughs> and I believe he was nominated for Chaplin as well. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, oh, he, he was, was nominated. Oh, yeah, of course. I, I was going to say he was nominated three times, but one of them is obviously Oppenheimer. You know, he made a comment recently, and I actually do agree with him. You know, for the people just to briefly go into a brief, like, couple sentences on it. When you watch him in some of his films as Iron Man, he does give some really fucking good performances in those movies. Like it kind of gets shadowed out by everything else going on, but like rewatching the first one and then like watching Endgame and stuff like that, that he is really fucking good in those. Um, I think he is like, I'm just saying, I'm trying to think, but like, I think he's like the only, he's the only person that is like a standout, um, yeah, like I, I can't think of a single movie where I'm like, like, you'll look at a scene like in Infinity, or no, Endgame. I, I don't love Endgame, um, but you look at a scene where he's like in that elevator with his father when they go tra time traveling. Yeah. And like, that's a really great acting scene of like having a goofy, to act like you don't know this guy when it's your father. Yeah, it, it's like this goofy, like parent trap kind of moment where he's in a theater he's in an elevator with his dad and he has to like um kind of like make up the story of who he is and he's talking to his dad and it's like kind of awkward but it's also like very it, it's 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 very like definitive for tony stark's character and, and it, it's closure for him and it's kind of like this like really awesome bookend to Tony Stark's story. Like, I'm not going to say I love every Marvel movie that Robert Downey Jr. is in, but like, but no, but he, he you always, Iron it. Man three is another great example yeah, of his acting. Um, like he's great. And, and he was absolutely like the thing holding that ship up. Cause I mean, I mean, and I mean, end game too. I give him credit of, I'm impressed that they allowed him to die in a way that wasn't necessarily dramatic. It was just kind of a grounded death, which yep. made it more powerful. But uh, I, I, I think, I'm happy I think he he's got the, the flex, easily the I'm, best part. Yeah, but I'm, I'm happy. But part. I'm happy though that after all the Iron Man, that he was able to go into a Christopher Nolan movie and kind of flex that again. Yeah, and I love Robert De Niro. I think he's so Same. fucking like intimidating and scary and sleazy. <laughs> he comes to the Flower Moon like that that scene where he's walking at the party and he yeah. walks up to yeah. the 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 woman uh one, one of Lily's sisters who's uh dying and um she's with her husband and he's just like he's saying a prayer for her uh in in Osage and it is so like it is so scary because he's like doing something that is like nice and he's showing that he's an ally, but like, you know, better. And it is so terrifying. It, it is almost like he is like, Oh, it's really well, creepy. Well, I think one it, of it's my, so it's so scary. Dude, one of my favorite scenes in that movie is, and it's like slight, it's darkly comedic just because of uh, Leo in it. But that scene at the car when he's trying to get him to sign off his shit to him just in oh, case yeah. i love that scene yeah and and leo's kind of like i don't know if that i should do that and not like, not not smart enough to say no but like kind of like huh like it's a little something's little wrong here yeah and he's like no nothing Which, bad's uh, gonna happen i just just, just <clears throat> i just need you to you know just in case yeah just in case yeah you, know? you never know uh which brings us to our next award yes actor in a leading role uh bradley cooper for maestro Coleman Domingo for Rustin, Paul Giamatti for The Holdovers, Killian oh. Murphy for Oppenheimer, and Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction. Well, I haven't even heard of Rustin. So uh, Rustin is a movie, it's a Netflix movie, and it's okay. about the... Um, I have a tab open for most movies that I don't know about. Let me pop this open. It is about, so, it's about, I think, the campaign manager, advisor to Martin Luther King Jr. Oh, okay. Um... And uh, I've heard it's not a great movie. Uh, Coleman Domingo is great. 
oh, okay. as an actor. Right. Hey, um, that's what the category is like, for. Yeah. So uh, obviously, there's a big snub. I think Leo not being here is kind of crazy. I mean, but I think it's the Margot Robbie effect that you mentioned earlier. I think. I mean, the other thing too is Leo's won. And that's not like, oh, he doesn't deserve to win more. Like, he does, sure. But I don't even think that Clarissa the Flower Moon was one of his better performances. I think he's I good thought, in it. I think oh, he's I really thought, good, but, like... I thought it was his best performance. Oh, see, no. I don't... I don't... I don't go to that level. I thought he was good, but I thought he was the least interesting of the three main characters. Yeah, he, he was definitely the least interesting, which like, I, I think thought the, might like, be Which is why I think here. maybe... I'm, that's another thing I was going to say, is that's probably may even why de niro and lily got it and he didn't yeah uh, but um, i mean for here i mean i mean i love uh, paul giamatti and the holdovers come on yeah and then killian murphy killed it uh and then i mean as you said jeffrey wright jeffrey wright's always great yeah well so th- to me this is between two people me too uh <laughs> I, i'm really curious so it, it, it's paul giamatti and killian murphy for the two of us same I don't even have to like. I know check you with don't you to make sure. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't have to. I, I I actually have no idea who wins this. Um, I think that's because def- it's a tough. It's a toss up between them. Yeah. Um, because you got to think who's who's voting for this. It's the Academy. It's a group of actors. Um, Paul Giamatti is like long overdue. Extremely long and overdue, and Killian's just like hasn't Killian? really been given the chance to do a role like this. Yeah, it's it's basically like the two alternate ends of like who they give Oscars to. So it'll uh, be interesting. S- super curious. I have no idea what's going to happen. Hundred percent though, to two of by far the best performances of the year. Yeah, absolutely, and, and two so different performances. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. One's a very one's like a more comedic very heartwarming uh little like just a, like a just a uh, an authentic little snapshot of a guy's life yeah the sm- a small person in the world yeah and you know and then, Kill- and then you you know with killian you're watching this guy who maybe not is you know who's had who while reserved has had one of the biggest impacts on this world whether he liked it or not yeah, we, you know, <laughs> so another complete another opposite complete ends opposite ends of the spectrum of humanity, character. but great performances nonetheless. Both movies, I, I that was another movie too, dude. Uh, Holdovers got snubbed from a four K man. Yeah, uh, you know, there's still time, obviously. Obviously, but I, but I was like, I was hoping that would get one. Yeah, me that too, was man. another thing. It's a, it's a gorgeous movie. As much as we've praised it already, like it is a genuinely gorgeous movie, and it's kind of a bummer. Every time I see a movie's only going to Blu-ray, I'm automatically like, ah, fuck, it's not. It didn't make much. <laughs> yeah, and the Blu-ray looks shitty. Like, yeah, let, let there's like barely any special features. It's like, but uh, like, look, look, it's just it just looks shitty. Like, yeah, like it would be better if the if like the characters were smaller. Or if it was just one of them, but it, it just well, feels you know, very like you know they're like just typical. grab the grab the poster and crop it kind of. Yeah, yeah, and obviously you're seeing the Canadian version, which yeah. has all the fucking French on it, which is terrible. Yeah, we we um, stupidest. I anyway, I, I don't want to get into Canadian law, but uh, <laughs> I just yeah. But the point is, though, uh, holdovers and I mean these are all very deserving movies. Uh, holdovers though, and Oppenheimer there with Paul and Killian. I, I feel like that's just, it's hard to top those two. <laughs> yeah. It'll be top, really interesting to see task. who wins that. And then um, our final category. The final character, the, the final category. We got best picture. Uh, we have American fiction, anatomy of a fall, Barbie, the holdover. Barbie did Killers. get best picture. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So there why you go, Margot why, Robbie. Why are they like, okay, then? Like, that's the one where if it didn't, I'd be like, okay, you could spread your anger. But they got best picture, which I is mean, all of them. Yeah, you have to. I, I have to imagine that it's kind of like people reading, like, Way The Verge make a list of, like, the top 10 best movies of the year. And then if someone sees that their movie wasn't on some random publications list, they get upset on Twitter. Um, 
Like, I think that's what it is. Like, it's a bunch of people who don't really care about cinema. They don't really care about the Oscars or the Academy. So when they see... So they just, like, kind of see... They go down their checklist, and if their checklist isn't met, they get upset. Which hey, I have to imagine is what it is. Look, look, I'm going to just say this how this is. And, and I mean, we, both of us, we love film. Uh, some of my favorite movies almost every year never get a... Are just never going to get a mention. And that's yeah. just gonna how that's just how it is. I mean, I, I could when I go to most years movies and I pick my favorite, almost none of them are Oscar contenders for like my like big like top two three or whatever. This year is actually one of those years where they were, which is why I think it's a good year that because like in my I'd say in my top ten, a good chunk of them are, are a good chunk of them are here are represented in some way, but usually they just get zero mention and it's just one of those things as a as a film lover you got to kind of just like bite your tongue and be like well they're just you know it's just they they pick what they can and you know it's a select group of people who are choosing these things and you just got to go with it yeah um i agree uh so anyway let me run this down uh american fiction anatomy of a fall barbie the holdovers killers of the flower moon maestro Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things, and The Zone of Interest. Mm. Which is uh, a mm. selection of movies. It's a great, it's a great selection. Yeah. Great selection. Uh, it's not one of those years, like some years they do it and I'm like, I, I could easily pick one. Where with this one, I'm like, eh, there's, a, there's a chunk here I wouldn't be upset about. It'd be great to win, but... I still think I, I I'm with you. I think that there should be ten for these last like five categories. That's weird to me. Yeah, it's or at least seven or something like. It just, it's it's it feels cl super claustrophobic to me. Well, it feels claustrophobic, but it's also almost. It would be in their best interest <laughs> to, to be able to acknowledge a couple more people. You know what to I mean? To get people to watch and stuff. Well, to get people yeah. to, to watch, but also, you know, then you'll have, like, a wider... Like, I, I think it's, like, a fucking... I think my, my biggest snub here is Greta, is Greta Lee and Celine Song not being there. Yeah. And I think... And, that, and, I, and if you gave them 7 to 10, there was no way that they wouldn't be there. And if they were, then yeah. people just don't watch fucking movies enough. Yeah, I think that's the problem, is that, like, years like this, it's so packed... And then I mean, like, oh, that, and then also, where's the, uh, Rosamund Pike's not here for Saltburn. I haven't seen Saltburn. Saltburn's solid. Saltburn like is favorite, not here at all. It wasn't my favorite movie of the year, but it was solid. And Rosamund Pike and Barry Keegan, all everyone in it was, or Keoghan, whatever, Keegan, whatever his name is. He's I think great. it's Keegan. Keegan. Or Keoghan. Keegan. Keegan. Whatever it is. New Joker. Um... No, he's great. No, he he was great. Everyone was really good in it. I'm. I, I think acting wise is where I'm surprised they didn't get anything. Actually, yeah, they didn't get a thing. That's wow. Yeah. Stacked See what I mean? Year. See what I mean? Yeah, stacked year. But I would up those counts on those last couple categories. Or or on everything. Like who cares? Like <laughs> I mean, that's a big thing too. I mean, like when they ultimately come to the to it where they do it, it takes them five seconds to go through the names. Like just. Fucking just give a couple more. Come on, give some shout outs. Yeah. It's, We're in a uh, world where the lighthouse didn't get anything. Yeah. Get out of here, world. Iron Claw's not here at all. Iron Claw's not. Um, Zach Efron, at least. And that's the one I was expecting. I mean, once again, you're putting him in a category with Paul Giamatti and Killian Murphy. So maybe I get it to a degree, but a nom would still be nice for him. You know? Yeah, or director I mean, for Iron Claw, like something. I don't know. Oh, uh, another big snub. I mean, is is the cast of May December? I've heard, um, yeah, you, I mean, you said they they were really good. I haven't, I haven't seen it, but especially Charles Melton, who plays um, the, the boy, so, the boy who's an adult now. Um, he is. It's one of the best performances. He could literally not say a word the whole movie and I would still say he should be nominated because he is this uh, so so for people who don't know mid-December is based on a story about um, a teacher who engaged in a relationship with her student her very young like 12 year old 13 year old student 
and they ended up getting married and having kids and having a life. And this movie is based on that. It's a fictional story. But Natalie Portman plays an actress who is going to play Julianne Moore's character in a movie. So she comes to the town to kind of learn about what was happening at the time and all this other stuff. Um, really, really good. It doesn't, it's not as Oscar baity as you'd think. I, I would compare it to something like Taxi Driver. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, it, it's because because Natalie Portman's character is a little fucked up. Wow, okay. Um, I, I, <laughs> now you have my interest. <laughs> that's kind of a spoiler, but you'll see. It, it's very like awkward and, and like doesn't make you feel good. Um, but Charles Melton's performance is like, you've never seen a dude... Like I, I you, pfft, he he base he might be the best supporting actor. Um, if it's kind of a bummer that that he hasn't hey, really of, been in the conversation other than Robert Downey Jr. Because like he, I feel like him and Robert Downey Jr. were the best of the last year. Because he's just like his body language. He's just so like childlike. Like he's an adult and he's acting like adult. He's, but he's an X-ray technician. It, like stunted. But his degree. body language is like of a submissive like hurt child and you see him like at a dinner table and his like posture is all fucked up and like he doesn't look like an adult even though he is like being an adult in these scenes and obviously that's a big part of the story having been uh taken advantage of by julianne moore's character but like right. it, it's just such an unbelievable I have, to, I have to watch that. I, I have it on my watch. I added it to my Netflix. So, I, yeah, I, I think you'd really like it. it. It's. I think it's Natalie Portman's best role, in my opinion. I haven't seen Black Ooh. Swan actually. Now that Ooh, now I was, that I mention I, it, I mean, I, I Natalie Portman's phenomenal. I mean, I've. I think the big one where I shifted. Well, I, I shouldn't say I shifted because I always thought she was a great actress. But I like V for Vendetta was the first one. I was like, oh man, dude, she's incredible. And then I love Black Swan. Um, it's one of, if not my favorite, Darren Aronofsky movies. Um, but yeah, no, I'm always down for more Natalie Portman. And Julianne Moore's a great actress, you know? So Yeah. Uh, so I highly recommend watching that. Will do. It's not on this list. Um, I don't even know who you'd bump. That's the thing. It's like maybe Maestro. That's the one movie I haven't seen that, I, it's, that I've heard. But like it's like undeserving, but when I compare it to some of the other movies here, I definitely would be like, does it deserve to be here over Iron Claw even? Right. That's like the thing. So it's like, it's, it's not, but you know, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, look at how great this year for movies was, man. Like that even a good, like a, like a a solid movie. You're like, I don't know if I, yeah, we're, we're looking at a list of 10 movies and we're like they're missing like yeah, <laughs> a yeah. bunch, which is amazing because most years it's like yeah, there are some like fillers, um, definitely some fillers, or there's or it's one of the or it's usually just a well the best movies of this year almost were exclusively movies that the Oscars wouldn't look at at all. Yeah, yeah, which so, has happened. So there's like it's happened a few times for me. Really. Uh, Really good year for movies, man. And and I feel like that's all the snubs I could think of. My um, only hope now is that the ceremony is as good as the movies they're representing. Probably won't be. Uh. <laughs> I hope. I mean, I hope so. It's like sometimes you watch the Oscars and it's always like such a fucking underwhelming thing. And then other times you watch it, it's like, hey, that was a pretty... Like last year's wasn't bad. No, last year's was all right. It was nice. They kind of just kept it to the movies. It was like pretty straightforward. I was like, okay, all right. Good. The year before, Will Smith uh, put on a show for us. <laughs> Will Smith put on a show for the world. A, a slap, Ruined his career forever. Slapped a man and then on the same night got an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, and everyone cheered him. Pretty wild stuff. It's a wild year. Um, it was a wild ass year. But, but they're, they're bringing Jimmy Kimmel back. Yeah. Which, like... I don't know. I I'm not like I'm not gonna see her be like, oh, I wanted someone better. I wanted to really. Uh, it's like, well, who cares? But like, same time, it's like I kind of like it when there's a new guy every year. Is he? Has he not done it? No, he has done it. He's he did it last year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, see why? Why? 
They they need to get Jim Gaffigan to do it. Honestly, yes. That would be so fucking funny. Get a com- get an act- <laughs> get a comedian to do it. Yes, I agree. Jim Gaffigan would be incredible. I'd be happy with Jim Gaffigan. It's Jim like, Gaffigan is the man. Anytime dude. they go for like a late night, I mean, like I'd be down with like Conan doing it. But Jimmy, like, has he ever done it? I don't know. He'd do great. Yeah, he seems like the kind of guy who would do it, right? Uh, See, Conan O'Brien, I would be 100. Like, Jimmy Kimmel and, like, Jimmy Fallon, they just all kind of blend together. Yeah, I agree. It's like milk toast, white, late night show where, like, Conan actually, (laughs) like, differentiates himself and is actually. uh, See, I don't want want to be mean. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, and is actually funny, but. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean. you can say that. It's true. I just, I, I I think with late night, truthfully, not to go into a completely other topic, but other than Craig Ferguson and Conan O'Brien, I've never really been a fan of late night hosts. Like even David Letterman, like I, I think he's great in terms of like, I could tell like he's like, a, he's like a legend there, but I guess for my humor sensibilities, I just, it, I like the random irreverent hosts. Yeah. But you know, no, I get what, it. whatever. I'm not going. You know what? Whatever host they pick, normally they're usually other than their monologue, barely a part of it. Yeah, you they know, usually I, do the big speech. Bring back Anne Hathaway and James Franco. Uh, I don't think James Franco is <laughs> going to be returning anytime soon. Do you remember that one? He I was do. Like I remember it being stoned. Bad. He was like stoned out of his mind, and Anne Hathaway, like who is a great performer. I think she just didn't know how to like play off it. It's so weird. I don't. I don't know. That seems like such a weird like. Let's get actors to host. Like, I think if you're going that route, you need to go for actors that are like. I don't know. I, I think you need to go. You really do need to go for like someone who's really talented in comedy. Someone who's got improv. Yeah. Experience. Like I think Jim like Car- some, Jim Carrey would be great. Stand up experience. Someone who can like react to a crowd reacting to them. Yeah. Jim Gaffigan would be, f- I mean, Jim Carrey would be amazing. Um, He'd be great. I feel like Jim, Jim Carrey Jim doesn't care anymore. I don't blame him. Yeah, I get it. But yeah, Jim Gaffigan would kill it. I, I'd be there's. That's the thing. Is like there's plenty of potential out there. I, I Shane Gillis. I also <laughs> <laughs> that would be a funny one. That would be amazing. That would be. I don't even know what would happen, but it would not be good. But it would definitely it would. be entertaining. It um, would cause a shitstorm. But at the same time, <laughs> just the thought of that. Oh my god. Um, I think the thing with it though is when you're looking at the scope of the Oscars and how much like they're promoted and lauded. That I do think for them, there is a part of them that goes, "We need to kind of be safe." Because very rarely especially did they... after Will Smith. Well, especially after the Will Smith thing. But I mean, when you look back to that, that joke Chris Rock said was so surface level offensive. Whatever. Yeah. And when you go back through a lot of Oscar hosts, like usually they pick people that probably won't make a huge fuss or say anything that's too controversial. So, like, Jimmy Kimmel makes sense in that regard. Yeah. But as far as wanting to pick someone who will, like pl- like you said, like, play with the crowd and stuff like that, it's, you know, you're just kind of like, eh, okay, well, I'm not really watching it for them anyway, I guess, so. Right. But, uh, you know. Yep. Good year for movies, though. Good, years f- good year for movies, absolutely, man. I'm fucking, I'm looking for, well, who knows? I, I actually haven't really looked at this year that much, but. Um, well, I sorry. Sure good movies. last, good last year of movies. Yeah, good last year of movies. My first cinematic experience this year was Night Swim. <laughs> oh yeah, it's mine too. <laughs> honestly, God. I'm. I both kind of love and hate that it was my first. I don't. Oh no, you know there's what? There's like a part of me that I go like, you know, it's kind of funny. Oh, it was my first. You're right. I I was gonna say. <laughs> I think American Fiction might have been first, but no, I watched it after. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Night Swim. What a wild movie. What we'll, a, we'll talk about it more next when week. When Jake's here, but that, what a way to start the year. God, what a way to start the year. Thank you everybody for listening. 
Stuart, do you have anything nice to say to the people? Uh, thank you, as always, for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed our Oscar talk. And maybe we do an Oscar episode. Yeah, we'll probably do two more. Are we going to do one where we stream ourselves while we watch it? Oh, my God. I don't know if Jake will want to, but you and I, I, I I'm like, <laughs> uh, we'll see. I think we'd we'll do see. it. If you give us some drinks, you know. All right. Let, you know what? We, we will definitely let's let's get on Discord and watch the Oscars together at the very least. Sounds sounds like a plan to me. All right, cool. All right. I love you, buddy. Love you too. Thank you all for listening.